Welcome to another episode of the Rose and Brass Knuckles Podcast. I'm your boy, Zachary Davis. All right, this will keep it Javala, man. We back at it again, brother. Back at it for another week. How you doing this week, brother? Oh, man, I can't complain. We're just getting ready for the Atlanta exhibition this weekend down here in Chucktown. Okay. Know, so we, um, just, moving, just moving it forward, man. Just doing everything that, that we're setting out to do out here. Oh, yeah, man. Just uh, same old, same old over here. Just enjoying the emptiness. You know what I mean? Uh, right. Since my daughter off at school, we just uh, laid back enjoying ourselves, relaxing more than we usually probably were before because we always have something to do going on with her and stuff like that. So, right. you know, just enjoying ourselves. Okay. Um, but, hey, but we hey, got don't enjoy people. yourself too much. Oh, yeah. I was going to jump in and say that. Another one could be on. I got a a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His first year, he's going into his second year of college. She just turned 46, and her husband, they're like newlyweds, three years married. He never had children. Well, she pregnant. (laughs) <laughs> but before we dive into who our special guest is, I just I, just to piggyback on that, we almost had a scare. I had to get snipped. You know, we 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 all the way live over here, man. I'm not. <laughs> I couldn't even play them games, man. I couldn't hit restart. You know what I mean? I couldn't. Right. I couldn't start all over again. I mean, you know, uh, I I couldn't believe we didn't have one up until that point. But then we had a little scare. You know, a couple of years ago, I was like, oh no, we can't play like that. <laughs> we can't play like that. You know, I don't know the, the IUD wasn't working or what was going on. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, so, but uh, <laughs> so we've got a special guest this week um, that we brought in. So we're gonna jump right into it. Oh, keeper, why don't you go ahead and introduce the do- fine doctor? All right, so this is a super fine Doctor Z down here in Charleston. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, doctor, go ahead and give us a breakdown of who you are here in Charleston, what you do, and you know, just give us a little sample for our listeners. Well, I am Dr. Zakibia Lewis Kendrick, and I am the owner of Divine Intervention Professional Counseling and Consulting Services here. Um, I am a serial entrepreneur, so amongst other things, but my focus on today pretty much is um, the relationship seminar that I am pushing because this is my second year doing it. And so, and it stems from divine intervention, um, my relationship counseling portion that I do, and just from personal experiences. So um, that's one of the many, um, I have a nonprofit organization for those who want to know. I, um, I have the Jeremiah Henry Kendrick Memorial Foundation. I lost my son to sickle cell disease. Um, he was 10 years of age. And so I give scholarships to children, um, who wants to pursue a higher education, but they have the full disease. Um, it's called SS and that's under the sickle cell, um, didactic of those individuals who suffer from this disease. So they have SS, SC, SA, and just recently, um, new, information just developed. It's another S somewhere in there. Um, and so I do that, clean, keep our community clean. I do what is called Jeremiah's Journey, Adopt a Highway Initiative. I give food to needy families. I give books to gently new and used books to the local libraries here. Um, where you want me to stop? That's, mm. that's enough. <laughs> oh, no, that was great, man. We love, right. we love it. We love it. We love it. So yeah. we're going to um, dive on into it. This topic this week is do women really want a good man? Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Do women really want a good man? I mean, we hear that all the time that that's what they're looking for, but, you know, uh, the, the statistics and things would say otherwise. You, right. you know, when you kind of look around what's going on and, um, you know, I, I don't know if necessarily men want good women, so we can't, mm. you know, we got to play it both ways. But, right, right, right. You know, 
You can go ahead and speak on this, Okie. When we look at the uh, four quarters of the game and everything, when we look at that, we look at the uh, maturity level, you know what I'm saying, of women and saying, okay, do they want a good man? Now, if we're looking at the stats, if that's the case, why do so many women have children with deadbeat dudes going into it, knowing he's a deadbeat? You know what I'm saying? And we look at how, let's say how fashionable it is for a dude to really, really be trash and get the best women. What is that about? <laughs> I have an idea, but you can <laughs> Dr. Z. I want to know what is that about? Well, coming from a newly single woman, mm-hmm. um, we do. I absolutely believe. Well, I can't speak for all women because I just left an, an event and I talked a little bit about my seminar that's coming up. And a young lady said, I, I got to ask you this question. And she said, what if you don't want to be in a relationship? Mm-hmm. What if you don't care to ever get married? Mm-hmm. Um, what would I get from attending your seminar? Mm-hmm. And she said, because I don't have, she said, you know, a lot of men that I run into, um, they're for the streets. That's the new terminology they use yeah. nowadays, right? <laughs> They're, they're for the streets. And I said, well, maybe this will give you some insight onto, into how men truly operate. I said, we're going to have a segment and that I think you can appreciate. And that's the male versus man Ooh, that will give you too. some information um, about how men think, why they think that way. And how can you as a woman tap into your feminine energy? Because oftentimes I feel as though we as women, um, because society have made us the head of our households, Mm -hmm. we are now in charge. Mm -hmm. And so we we pay the bills. We bear the children. We cook the food. We bring home the bacon. We fry it up in the pan. Mm -hmm. You know, so what is it that we need? We got our roles nowadays. It does wonderful. It does some good tricks for you. <laughs> I just realized she was talking about the thing. I was like, <laughs> no, I, I'm <laughs> the question is, what do you bring to the table? Because it's more than just money. It's not a, it's not about money anymore. It's not about that. Because at once upon, once upon a time, it was about, oh, he got to have this and he has to have that. No. What do you bring? So I need to have I need to be stimulated. Mentally. I need to be able to have a conversation with you. I need to be fulfilled. I need to, for us to connect emotionally. And I want to relax and release. I want to tap into that feminine energy. I don't want to constantly exude that masculine energy all the time. Yeah. So what do you think as far as the women, you know, like you were speaking on somebody who necessarily doesn't want to be, you know, in a relationship, but, you know, it seems that we're always hearing that women are looking for these relationships and they are looking for these men and you know, as Okiba and I often see, sometimes they've looked over good men, you know, maybe they weren't stimulated mentally. And, you know, we're thinking just because this guy's a good guy, he got a good job and things like that. Maybe it was, you know, something more that type of connections or they're trying to get that guy back. What do you think that women really need to focus on if they're trying to get into a relationship? The person instead of looking at things. So when I say look Ooh, at say the person, <laughs> look <laughs> The person, and I'm not talking about him being six three, you know, bald head tall. I, I'm not talking about that. I am talking about ha- looking at the person and truly getting to know them, being their friend. You know, oftentimes it's the lust part because mm-hmm. today is everybody want to quote unquote smash. Mm-hmm. 
You said today. They just, oh, I don't know, they did it back then too. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's all the time. Yeah. It's all the time. So it's about, you know, you're, of course, you're attracted to the physical. Right. You know, that's, that's a given. But once you get past that, what do you have? Mm-hmm. And so if you don't truly get to know that person, you will wake up and be like, who the hell is this? Right. Like, who is this? Why am I here? Right. Yeah. And COVID, COVID showed Ooh. that a whole, my business quadrupled because women and men woke up was like, who is this person? Right. Because they didn't have to spend time with that individual. Will and Jada. Yeah. Now, and we so had an episode that kind of went into that. Like, you know, it's a lot of people in love that don't like each other. Mm-hmm. You know, when they say they're in love, they, you know, in a loving relationship, but they don't really like each other. And like you said, the pandemic, you know, it tore up a lot of homes. You had to be around them, you know, 24 hours a day. You right. know, <laughs> you got to be able to take that person. Mm-hmm. And you can't. And they don't because, again, it was all about the sex. It was all. I mean, this young girl said she's not young. She's in her 50s. And she's like, all I need a man for is to just have sex. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like she need an escort. And, you know, and I'm hoping that's why I do these relationship seminars, because hopefully it can provide women because 90 percent of the room, I'm going to say 95 percent of the room are single women. They're professional. They Mm -hmm. they're done great in their professional lives, but their personal lives. It's jacked Mm -hmm. up. So it's definitely one of those things when we look at, you know, that professional tier. Right. And the professional tier has been geared to not be in a marriage. You know what I'm saying? When I look at all the sisters in my circle and it's, um, you can't depend on a man. So you need to go ahead and girl, make sure you can do this. You can do that. Blah, blah, blah. That kind of, that doctrine that's fed into black women, right. From being little girls. So when you fast forward into now in this mid forties, when you look around, most of the brothers are either married, divorced, not really interested in being married. You know what I'm saying? Cause they've already gone down that road. So when you look at, like you said, looking at the quality of the man, what exactly does that look like if they don't know the difference between a male and a man? You know, because I stand on that all day, every day. We see a lot of males and even we live in a culture. We live in a society that celebrates males. You know what I'm saying? That like, like when we look at, you get rewarded for being the male. And what I mean by that, you look at Nick Cannon. I'm going to use Nick as an example. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that sounds crazy, right? But he had to participate with Nick. He can't have the babies by himself. Right? Yeah. So so it's two folks tying into that. So when you look at that part of it and you say, okay, we say we want men, but we actively participate with these males. I don't see uh, them doing like a mute campaign or Me Too campaign for Nick. Nick just rolling like how he rolling. So there needs to be some sense of accountability and clarity about what we really want, because we say we want a good man. But she, these brothers out here winning by losing, which is crazy to me. Yeah, it's, it is. I mean, if you take, okay, you went, you went down the road with Nick Cannon. Uh-huh. I'm going to go down the road with Sierra and Russell Wilson, you know, and she was with Future. So it seemed as if society is applauding her relationship that she had with Future. They thought that was wonderful. Right. Oh, he brought out a different side of her. Yeah, he, she, everyone got some hood in him. So if you're with that person and that's his personality, then that's what, and that's what he liked. 
that's what you are going to, you're going to actually um, bring out, bring out that he's going to bring out that side of you. He's mm-hmm. going to tap into that side of you. And so you oftentimes women lose sight of themselves trying to please a man instead of tr- staying true to who they are. Well, let me ask you this with me being in Atlanta and knowing certain things that may not come out. When we say bring out a certain thing in Sierra, you know what I'm saying? We say bring out, or you say bring out a certain thing. What do you mean by that? So I said, we all have a hood side. You know, so, we all have, a, we all have different sides, different okay. personalities. You know, we all, you know, she's CC and then she's Sierra, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm Dr. Z Zakivia. And then there's a, a, another side. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so therefore, you know, it, it, it's what you bring out. It's what that person tap into, mm-hmm. but you're going to have to get to know all those sides, not just because I have a brand. Mm-hmm that I have to maintain. And so, but it seems as though all the creative side, her entrepreneur side, the, um, you know, being a mother, you know, he, he didn't tap into that side of her. It was about, you know, the image um, the hip hop image. And so she wasn't dressing like she would normally you know, dress as far as like her being with Russell Wilson, she's professional. I mean, she got that little sex appeal every now and again, but you know, you go from the trap house to the white house. Come mm-hmm. on, let's keep it real. Oh, no, no, no. Well, let me do this. Hey, let me, let me, let me throw this out. <laughs> so, because I'm not, a, I'm not a stranger to certain things, right? So does she not know about all the baby mamas and his terrible track record? Before getting in bed and choosing to have a baby by this deadbeat named Future. See, so we can't hold her accountable for that, huh? But I don't think she was really looking at uh, looking at him like uh, other than deadbeat dad, like she's still, you know, I think in a lot of situations when a man has a certain status, like it's like the Nick Cannon thing, they think he can take care of all these babies, so he's not considered the quote unquote deadbeat like you know what i mean like that's what i think the issue is more than the you know what i'm saying and uh another thing i mean it's it's wrong but you know what i'm saying i think that's a a lot of times that's where these ladies are getting confused like i saw the one of the girls nick cannon's having another baby by and she's she like i chose to well I, I think that's somebody else it's another oh, one geez. i, think, I can't because the girl was talking she like she was pregnant i just saw a little clip of it but oh, okay. she was re- basically like you know when she's pregnant she chooses to be monogamous with just nick and just go through all this and they understand each other and all this stuff i just think that you know a lot of times when a man can take care of all these babies a lot of you know it's just like anything a man's flaws is overlooked if he got some money you know what i mean yeah. but are we are we not <laughs> and that's the thing. So if we focus on the money, male versus man, future is clearly a male, clearly. And uh, maybe a high earning male, but his actions are trash. You know what I'm saying? So if a woman chooses to get with uh, brother future and have a baby by brother future, looking at all the other baby mamas, that he's not taken care of. Come on now, we got to hold everybody accountable, including Miss C. But I think she was trying to bridge that gap. She jumped in and she tried to have a relationship with the baby mamas. 
I'm just, um, I mean, I'm team Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm glad she, le- as, as her songs say, I'm glad she leveled up. I'm glad she leveled up, not only finance, financial and, and, and the finances, she leveled up spiritually, mm-hmm. emotionally, physically. <laughs> so she, 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 you know, it was just a whole new level. And you can see from the glow that she had her interaction, how she speak um, to the public about what she stands for. Mm-hmm. You know, that I didn't see that happen with future. And not to say that he, I'm not going to discount the brother. I'm not because I, I again, I don't know. I, I hear all the negative talk about him and I, and I know he was hurt. And so coming from a therapist standpoint, he, the way that he reacted to Russell, it came from a place of pain. Mm-hmm. So he reacted to the public persona of him. But, it, you know, in actuality, he may be a good dude. I don't know. <laughs> but I think, I think it kind of speaks back to, like, like O'Keefe was talking about, the four quarters of the game. And I don't know if you've heard us speak on this at different age brackets. Women have yeah. different wants, you know, from 20 to 30 and then 30 to 40 and so on. I think it was a situation where she experienced that and everybody's like, I can't believe she got with Russell Wilson. I think it was a strategic move. Like, hey, I want a guy, this kind of guy. And then let me build him up because she had changed his look up. I seen him on TV, had on a little shiny suit, you know, looking like one of the four tops and all kind of stuff. I mean, you know, he you can tell his difference. Like he used to kind of be, you know, you know, wearing a little stuff that, the, you know, the old older white men wear, you know. New balance. Yeah, the new balance with the Tommy Bahama shirt and all that. And so I think she's kind of refined his fashion and kind of leveled him up even, you know, and, you know, in some people's eyes, you know, maybe not monetarily and things like that, but just how he he carries himself. I've seen him with his hair slicked back now and all kind of <laughs> stuff, you know. <laughs> so I think it's just but I one think of those the right situations. woman. A, the right woman in a relationship with any man, it brings out the best in him. Right. Yeah. I and the right man mm-hmm. and the right man can bring out a different side in a woman. And so I, it, it, it all depends. Look, if you want to talk about going back to changing the image up, look at Steve Harvey and, um, Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was trash. I'm, I ain't gonna call it trash. You know I mean? I love he just didn't handle, he, he didn't handle style. You know, well, he was he leading did, the I way. Mean, Everybody had, was wearing them long suits back then. <laughs> for the era that he was in at that point. Cause y'all know y'all want Steve Harvey suits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had a six button once. I had a six. <laughs> I, had a, I had a six button one time. You know, I mean, going so well. Yeah. So yeah, it, but it all depends. And again, I do agree because what I want at this phase in my life is not necessarily. Well, I can't say that because I I made a decision mm-hmm. to walk away from someone who, um, was a millionaire. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a ball player, millionaire, walked away from it because I wanted what I considered was normal. And that life for me wouldn't have been normal. Which stage of your development was that? I was, I was 1920. Oh, when you walked away? I walked away. I was 19, 20 years old. I was with my husband from 19 to 36. So I was 19 years old when he signed his contract. And said, this is what we're going to do. I said, good luck. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. 
I, I just didn't want any part of that lifestyle. Um, I knew what came with that. Mm-hmm. So I decided that that's not what I wanted. So let me ask you At that. At 19 years old. So if I could have went and put up with the bull crap. Right, right. So I was going to ask you some deep details about, okay. you know, what comes with that, right? Mm-hmm. So if you agreed to go with that, what does that say about a woman or a man who's saying, hey, I know what goal was this. However, I'm looking at this other thing. Um, to me, it wasn't about the money. It wasn't about the money. It wasn't about the fame. It wasn't about that. That was going to come with that and the women. Right. Um, but in actuality, I should have went that route because this other joker that I married, he it was the same thing. He was broke. So, I mean. <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> oh, man, that's rough. Yeah. Ooh. So, yeah. Um, I could have put up with the, and that's the thing. You could have put up with the money or you could have put up with the foolishness and had a lifestyle that you could have did whatever you wanted to do. But I feel as though I... I know me. I know my hustle. I know my grind. I know my worth. And so I know what I was able to do. So could I have taken him to another level? I probably would have, could have. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I walked away because, again, I knew. And I think women, we hurt ourselves knowing what we are signing up for. And we feel as though we can change that person. Bingo. Because men, we, we know. We hurt ourselves. Bingo. I, I mean, I think that's that's probably the biggest disconnect that a lot of women see is they, the guy is one way. They think they're going to get in there and change. And when we get married, he's going to change. When we have a kids, he's going to change. You know, when he get a little older, he's going to change. And then they they get into something, seeing, like we we talk about all the time, you seeing all the wrong way signs, you driving on the interstate, and then get mad when you're in a head-on collision. You, you seen what was coming. You know what I mean? You can see the direction you were going in. Absolutely. We hurt ourselves. And a, a friend of mine, my, my son's godfather told me that, because I'm like, why do you do these women like this? You make them feel like they the queen of the earth. And he said, but what I do is I tell them up front what it is. And if they choose to engage and be a part of my lifestyle, it's a choice. He said, because I told him up front and, and man, I'm, I'm going to tell, I know for sure that y'all are honest. Y'all, y'all say what you're going to say and you tell them up front. Y'all, y- you say it. Oh yeah. And we, as women, we choose to take out bits and pieces of what you're saying to make it our own reality. I, I know it. It's the truth. Yeah. Exactly. No, I, I've seen that happen a lot. I've seen it. <laughs> exactly. Which uh, chapter was that? The relationship oh, is what he says it is. Not, not what, what you think, think it is. is. That was so, a chapter in our book. Yeah, right. yeah. That's real. Because, right. because a lot of time, you know, there are some men that are, you know, deceiving and, you know, playing both sides and doing all that. Of course that, but, you know, for the large majority, normally they're, they're telling the truth. Like, Hey, I'm not, I don't want to be in a relationship. You know what I mean? I'm not that serious. I'm not ready to get married. And you know, a woman think, you know, she going to work her way in. You know, my wife has a lot of friends. I've been around me and my wife have been together a long time. So I've been around a lot of her female friends. I heard them talking and stuff and they think they're going to sleep their way in. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to leave the toothbrush. Then now girl, I got some, you know, now I got some clothes over there. I'm sleeping over there almost every night now. Like, <laughs> but he told you he didn't want you. Like you, you should already known that. So, right. Mm. It's just crazy. Yep. It's, it's just crazy. So what do you think um, 
about the men and the, the men that are walking around, the, the men that, you know, are kind of overlooked. Like we can, you know, we know good guys that, you know, they may not be in the best shape. They, you know, they got a, you know, mid-level job and things like that. And it's like, I see it here in Atlanta. You have all these women. A lot of these guys, a lot of times are overlooked. And these women talking about they can't find a man. And it's like, I'm not telling you getting with somebody you totally unattractive to. But do, do you think women should, you know, lower their standards sometime to find a good... <laughs> nope. Nope. I'm going to tell you, I need to wake up and be like, damn, that's mine. No, I don't want to wake up to him where he got rolls and I'm like, oh, God, But I'm saying no, you don't think like sometimes no. they don't even get these guys a chance and this guy may be, a you know, somebody you end up falling in love with. You got the, you know... Uh, <laughs> You got to peel the layers back like an avocado or what's the artichoke? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? <laughs> <In the middle. laughs> he may need a woman to come in and clean him up. I and you know, I don't need to, to build the man. That's mm-hmm. that's the problem right there. We always got to build the man. Mm-hmm. Why can't you get? You see your ass fat when you wake <laughs> up in the morning. <laughs> I I can't. I I'm not. And but some women love that. Right. So it's someone for everyone. Well, I'm not we, saying all the time it's always overweight. Some of them is like, oh, uh, he, he he works at UPS. I don't, I, uh-uh, I can't deal with that. Like, you know what I mean? It's, I, I think it's a lot of that as well. Like, you know, status differences and, you know, they don't want to, you know, they think they deserve a, you know, as, uh, you know, what's your boy named Kevin Samuel said, a high earner, or a high mm-hmm. value man or whatever. <laughs> you know what? Uh, uh, no, don't get quiet now. Yeah, I may be shallow, but uh-huh. no, no, I, but you have to know, okay, look at it like this. Okay. I'm going to just use me. I can't speak for all women. I'm at events every, every week. I, I'm doing something. I'm at galas. Um, you know, I'm with, um, my sorority sisters. Um, I'm, I'm everywhere and I need a person to be able to compliment me at these places and not feel afraid or ashamed or because their self-esteem is not up to par. And, and that that's, that's where the problem going to come in. So you can find that young man or that brother who is a UPS worker. Um, you can find that guy that's a little bit overweight um, that loves you to death. But he loves you in y'all space. Now, when it's time to go to these events, is he comfortable? Would he be comfortable there? And then if so, after a while, it's going to become an issue. And that is going to play a major part in your home. And that's going to affect the relationship. So, yes, you need to find someone that's on that level with you that can can kind of understand what it is that you're doing um, and be able to share you with everyone that you come in contact with and not be jealous or angry. And then when you go home, it's an argument. I lived that for a long time because they was not on. He can go in a room and he can, I mean, can dress the part. He looked the part, but he felt uncomfortable in that space because I have to work a room. I have to entertain. I have to engage these people. So whether it's fundraising, whether it's just, you know, just being a part of this organization, I have to interact with the public. It was he had a hard time sharing me. Uh And not that I wasn't doing my part at home, 
but it was an argument. And so he found comfort in other, another person and another woman who was a state. She, she was not that person. She was not me. She was that person that stayed home that was comfortable being in her space. And he was comfortable going over there. And because she didn't entertain, she wasn't in the public eye. So it became a problem in our home. So would you look at, you know, how we spoke about Zach, um, the uh, dog scenario, like a man is a dog. So you need to understand his breed and a woman is like a car. So you need to understand what kind of car you signing up for. (laughs) What I, These what analogies y'all have is special. I mean, uh, it, it's real. You, it, it's mean, real. You know, if you have a dog to have a high prey drive and, you know, he wants to be out there, you got to deal with it. If you got yeah. a, you know, woman that's like a, you know, a fancy car, you got to deal with that as well, you know? All right. Because right. you can't put cheap gas or cheap oil <laughs> in a premium vehicle. It's not going to work. And you can't lock up a, a, a press of canaria in a little crate and say, I'll be back. That's not going to work either. So it goes back to answering your question. Can mm-hmm. a person that's like a blue collar worker or that, I mean, it's going to take a lot of build a man mm-hmm. and having these conversations with him. Am I opposed to having a blue collar worker? Not at all, mm-hmm. but he just have to understand this is what we have to do. And I'm going to need you to show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just, okay, baby, I'll be here when you get back home. That's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I would say even with the blue collar, I'm going to speak up for the Blue Collar Brothers right quick. <laughs> because there's some amazing Blue Collar Brothers out there who would add structure, discipline, focus, and backbone <laughs> to a household with a white collar sister. Mm-hmm. Amazing brothers I know. You know what I'm saying? But unfortunately, they just in two different lanes and never come across. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's unfortunate, the way it's structured. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to all my blue collar brothers out there. Shout out to the blue collar brothers. <laughs> <laughs> let, me give you, let me put my telephone number out there. Let me interview you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, let me interview. So, so what do you think about the women who are who are at, you know, like you were talking about a young lady that you spoke with that was around 50, that, you know, 40 and up, you know, and they feeling like they running out of time. Like they is, you know, I just saw a little post where it was a lady, she was having surgery. I think she was like mid forties or something. And she was crying in the car and she was like, I have to rely on my mama to take care of me. I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, what do you, what do you say to those women who, who think they, you know, it, it might be over for them. They're going to be by themselves ever. Yeah, you you got to interview the blue collar brothers. You know, <laughs> you got to find. Someone. That's what I'm saying. Don't don't you think they got to open up a little bit? <laughs> yeah, I you know I right they we you do, and I'm going to say we because I'm I'm in that category nowadays. Yeah. So yes, we we have to open up. We have to be open minded to um, the men, different type of men from all walks of life. But does that mean I have to settle? No, but do I feel? Apart, looking at the mental health aspect, I had a young lady in my office. She is stuck in grief. And I said, well, we, we're working on these things. And she said, I, I mean, she screamed at me. She said, I know what I have to do. I just don't want to do it alone. And I'm like, OK. I mean, literally, she could tell me everything. Mm-hmm. And she said, I don't want to do it alone. And I said, what do you mean by that? She said, I want a man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you know, session over, ma'am. Um, I, <laughs> me too. 
don't think some people they they want that companionship. You know, they don't they don't they don't want to you know keep going through this thing called life by themselves. You know, if the kids grow up and gone, or if they even had kids by the you know late into yeah. their life, you know, I think it's uh. You know, to me, I, I think, think sometimes I'm, they need to open up a little bit more and open up their opportunities for the type of men that, you know, they, they'll date, you know, and I'm not telling you go get somebody you totally messed up. But I think sometimes like I I just see him overlook, like he said, or keep say good brothers that, you know, got this stuff together and everything else. And you see these women keep dating the same kind of men and having the same mm-hmm. kind of problems like, you know. Um, we hear that all the time that a man is only faithful as his options. And of course, you know, the more money you got, the more options you got. You know what I mean? So, Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah more yeah. money, more problems. So we're going to jump into this altar call. This week, you know, normally this is where we discuss all the topics going on and things like that, Doc. But uh, I just felt like this week is us as two older brothers that, you know, have, have been through all walks of life from the school to the military to the streets and back and, you know, we just keep seeing these young brothers getting killed. And, um, you know, uh, rest in peace to the young brother got killed, PNB Rock. You know, of course, we see brothers getting killed every day. So his uh, situation only special because he's a rap. He was a rapper. But, you know, it's just what can we really do, man, just to kind of s- get our brothers back to value in life and seeing each other as kings. And, you know, just where well, you don't have to kill him, but even if you want to take what he has, you don't have to kill him. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think I, I don't know if y'all been following the story as closely because I do a, a free grief group for individuals who um, lost their kids to gun violence. Mm-hmm. And it's mainly mothers that attend the group. I do it once a month. Um, and I, I've lost my father to violence. Um, my first boyfriend was shot down and killed. Oh. Um, and so I, I understand that emotion. But. I, I've been following the story. So Ice T said, if y'all, he, I mean, he basically made a plea. He was like, coming to California, y'all see Ice T, Ice Cube, um, Snoop Dogg, uh, what, what is the other guy that, um, Dre, Dr. That, Dre, Dr. Dre, yeah, Dr. I think Dr. Dre. Said Dr. Dre. He said, he said, y'all noticed that we, we paid, we got a lot of money. But we don't wear that jewelry because we know what the streets, what how they react to that. Yeah. And I, I started Googling and going back and looking and looking at all the pictures. And he's correct. They don't wear the jewelry. But you get other rappers that come in from New York or Memphis or wherever, and they showboating all of their jewelry and they're wearing that. And this is what this is the kind of reaction that they get. They get robbed. They get killed. Not to say that they're, you know, they can't wear their their items. I mean, they paid for it. That's theirs. But it's a problem. Yeah, no, it definitely is. And so, I mean, today, I mean, people are hungry. They've been hungry. But it's even worse. And I think California, just just, just do that. California... It's happening a lot out there, but I think it's getting a bad rap just because of how many people are going there. You you can go down and there's some places in Charleston. You're not right. gonna go down and sit down with a with a hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry on. You know what I mean? That's and right. that's any city. You know, from Atlanta mm-hmm. to you know Nashville, Miami. You know, <laughs> Memphis. You know what I mean? Any of these places, like I think, you know, first off on that side of it, they definitely have to move smarter. Like. It's almost like what pe- these rappers need to, in my mind, they need to start treating the jury like a uniform. Like you, LeBron don't need to walk around with his, his Lakers jersey on all the time. We know he plays for the Lakers. Right. Like, but when he goes in the arena, he puts on his uniform. Like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. 
when it's that type of thing. Like, and even him, you don't see him with all his jewelry on. Like, you know, none of these guys with, you know, just obsessive, you know, chains on and things like that. And I think that, you know, on that side of it, they definitely have to start moving smarter. Like, because, you know, that that can change somebody's life, you know, a hundred thousand dollars or they feel like it can. So they, they, they feel like th- this may be the only time they have opportunity to get that. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's one of those things where unfortunately the hypocrisy of our culture, where these brothers get the money based off a of bang, bang, oh, shoot them up. Right. Yeah. That's a, they get the money based on that. So then when bang, bang, shoot them up happened to them, then we cry in a river. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't have it both ways. That's, that's Cannot true. have it both ways. <laughs> and even, yeah, Ice, two, ice T, Ice Cube, not Ice T. Yeah, yeah, Ice T, that's his name, right? Yeah, Ice T, you know ice T used to be talking that talk. So, yeah, like so he, all right. I mean, he used to give you kind of both sides of the game back in the yeah. days. He wasn't that bad, but, you know, he was, he was talking that talk, though. Yeah, so it's unfortunate because we, we're sending these mixed messages. Once again, but he truly lived that lifestyle, though. Yeah, yeah but I'm saying, yeah, yeah. and I agree. But mm-hmm. I, what I'm saying is, you build your money off of glorifying what that is, and we live in a culture that glorifies that. You know what I'm saying? So when it happens, then we, P, you know, P, what is it? PNB, PNB yeah. Rock, right? He, he's a gang member, right? Uh, I, don't I, don't I, don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think so. he like well, that, that's like his street. Like it's like. Uh, what they say? I think it's like the, the name comes from like the, the street crossing, but you never know. It could be a little guy. And I'm not, I mean? I'm not, I'm <laughs> not, I'm not knocking it. But I'm just simply saying, cover it across all boards is what I'm saying. Like, like we got to hold ourselves accountable. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not gonna cry a river if I'm out here banging, and if something happened to me, come on now, that's what I'm doing. Because that's a life that I'm living. Like your boy, what's his name? What's the brother? Um, um. What NBA young boy who said he dropped his flag? Uh, yeah, I know, I know you're talking about uh, Rondo yeah. something, Rondo, Rondo, Rondo. <laughs> Rondo. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like, bro, that's what you signed up for. This is the military, man, and I'm and I'm not saying it's okay. That's not what I'm doing. I'm simply saying we have to stop being hypocrites about it, man, because these boys are confused. These boys are confused, man. It's but it, it goes back to what you always say, and both of you all have said it, the male versus the man, right. the mentality that they have, the information that they are receiving from society and social media. Right. And social media is playing a major part in this. I mean, and again, it's about choosing your partner. The young lady, you know, she was that Ooh. social media person. So it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so every every step I take, I'm letting you know my every move. Right. And so she moved in that way. And, they, you know, it's on social media. And then you draped in, you know, all these diamonds and, and gold and silver, whatever you have on. And you're in for the taking. So, I mean, again, you... You know, it's who you who you're choosing to be around, who's in your ear, yeah, and and how you move. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. So rest in peace to that brother, and you know anybody yeah. else who lost their life to gun violence, man. Like we said, like I said before, you know, 
Um, his was big, but, you know, we seeing it in the streets every day, you know, um, people getting hungry, man. We having a problem with, you know, people taking cars here in Atlanta and, you know, running up on people. I mean, it's, it's happening everywhere, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, what we can do about that. Cause you know, as, as the gap gets larger between the haves and the have nots, you know, I think we're going to continue to see this, you yeah. know, type mm-hmm. of thing go on. So, you know, as I always say, keep your head on a swivel, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I think like when we look at the answers, we look at the like you can't drill a hole on one side of the boat and keep drilling and think the whole ship ain't gonna sink. You know what I'm saying? So so when we look at the violence that's happening, that stuff isn't gonna stay contained to the hood. No. That's just not how holes and water work. Well, that's what we're seeing. It's you know it's spreading out, you know, especially yeah. you know, up in Atlanta. I mean, it, 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 wherever you go, they, they they'll run down man. on you, man. You right. can get caught out bad. Every you know, it's almost getting away. You can't even get gas in the nighttime up here. Right. You know, so <laughs> but I think it's a I guess from where I'm from, mm-hmm. it's a coward mentality that these young people, because they don't know, it's like you're shooting all these guys and you're shooting these people. And I tell you, I can go from the boardroom to the block. I was right. raised that way. And so I understand back when I was growing up, you go get your man. Mm-hmm. You don't kill everybody around them right. or wound everybody else around. I mean, it. you go get your man. Mm-hmm. And so and these these people are they're being extremely petty on what they are ending individual lives for. I mean, you're not God. Number one, I understand yeah. that. But whatever the beef is, you know, you don't have to take out the whole block or the people. I mean, go get your man and that's it. Yeah. And leave that's it alone. It. Yeah, that's a big problem up here, too. They shooting in the houses and cars and, you know, we, I mean, probably not even, what was it, maybe about two months ago, a young a kid up at Lenox Mall got shot in the back of a car. Like, this is just, mm-hmm. and, you know, also, I think part of it is, too, that these brothers are also, like, you know, they with a girl or something, she got to go to work, they go drop off at work, they go do all this craziness in her car, uh, you know, uh-huh. they seen doing this, and, you know, if they didn't went and shot at somebody, you never know, and now the family in the car, and, you know, I mean, it's on site, so brothers have to be aware of that, aware of that, that they're putting their families in danger, you know, as well, they kids and, you know, children, you know, they don't want to happen to nobody else, but, you know, they got to watch what they do. Yeah. Have, and we're gonna put this disclaimer out. We don't condone violence. We just make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we don't condone violence, but you know, if, if, you know, if you, <laughs> yeah, we don't. <laughs> Let's put this disclaimer out. We don't yeah, condone we don't condone violence. We just yeah, yeah, yeah. But we believe in staying safe. Uh, right. <laughs> right. Safe. And, and keeping our community safe as well. And, and keeping our community right. safe. And you know, I'm just hoping, man, you know. I, I used to not think like that. Of course, I was younger, but as I get old, I'm like, man, we got to turn this around, man. And, um, you know, because it makes a lot of us not want to go back to the hood. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and if they don't see anything positive, it's, it, you know, it's not going to get any better anyway. And, I, you know, I think that's what caused a lot of us to, you know, move off and, you know, go do our own thing, you know, um, you know, from the you know 70s on, you know, we kind of yeah. left the hood a little bit. So, yeah, you say a little bit, bro. <laughs> well, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we, we I know, I'm just like, with you, you. Once you get, I mean, that was the move. You get your job yeah. and get straight, you, man. We gone. Yeah. <laughs> once I got my money. I was gone. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and I came right truth. back, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you come back to save it, you know, as a young yeah. man, you know, uh, Okiba and I always joke, uh, Doc, but this is, you know, so real. Both of us have our grin, our beard, 
And you know, mm-hmm. early on, we trying to diet and stuff like right, that, right. man. When you had that diet beard, man, you can get killed out here. Yeah. <laughs> when you got the grain your beard, they like, all right, unk, go ahead, unk. Yeah, all right, yeah. old school, like, yeah. And they yeah. give you a pass. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy yeah, out in the streets. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. These, these, it's different times. Different, yeah. definitely different times. So moving up from Miami to New York to mm-hmm. South Carolina, yeah, it's yeah. just different. And now I see. South Carolina is, it's a beast in itself nowadays. I mean, we have a killing every single yeah. day. Not one, but two, three, four, five. Yeah, that's why yes. I said, man, these, these streets is wicked, man, wherever yeah. you at. I, we say every city got a ghetto, man. Yeah. yeah. Every yeah. city. Well, well, Doc, we thank you for uh, sitting in with us for this time and taking time thank out of your you. busy schedule, um, you know, to uh, sit down and chop it up with us today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so tell us, where can we find you? Um, um, I am on Facebook. I'm, I don't have a special name. I'm just mm-hmm. Zakibia Lewis Kendrick. Okay. Um, Instagram, I am Charleston Z Girl. Okay. And so I, <laughs> and I am not on TikTok and all the other stuff. I mm-hmm. just, I can't. It's, it's enough for me already. But I do, <laughs> that's, you know, Facebook is enough. It's consuming, yeah. all consuming. But I do want to leave you all with um, Mimosa Moments. Word. You know, um, November 20th, Mimosa Moment, Love, Lust, and Lies, a relationship Ooh. seminar. And we are going to hit some hot topics that women in above 40 and above and older, um, we're searching for answers. We're desperately Word. seeking answers and information to try and help us as we navigate these streets. Um, right. Right. I feel though the water is worse than what the men are drinking is worse than what they have in, what was it? The place that Jackson, has that water right now. Jackson, yeah. Mississippi. Yeah. yeah, that's what we got out here in men. <laughs> so, um, so this is taking place in Charleston, this is take, taking place in Charleston, I assume. Yeah. It is. It's taking place here okay. in Charleston. We have South a lot Carolina. of South Carolina listeners. Uh, you awesome. know, y'all, y'all check in with her, man, and get down there. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. so we have our wonderful um, fearless leader that's on here, Mr. Okiba Jabalo. That will be one of our panelists. <laughs> All and right. So please come yeah. on. Come on, bring that. Yeah, he come with the brass knuckles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be yeah. ready for it. Ah, yeah, yeah. No, we're going to keep it good. We're going to keep it. How they say keep it Gucci? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna so I'm gonna have to stand in your place, Zach, and I'm gonna be the roses on that. Yeah, day. yeah, yeah. You gonna have to be the nice one. You gotta keep him in line because he gonna get the going. Somebody, say <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. So, hey, this is the clean. Hey, this is the better version. Yeah, yeah. when we started in like when we started. Oh man, uh-huh. Girl, you don't even know, boy. Yeah, they don't even know, bro. They don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. We were uh, when we first uh, I had our books. When we dropped our books, it was crazy. But anyway, <laughs> uh, you know, again, like I said, thank you for coming on, and uh, we thank everybody for tuning in this week. Uh, you know, each and every Sunday, seven p.m. You know, you know where to find us everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. You know, ask uh, Alexa. Just ask Alexa. You know, <laughs> as we always say, the things we say may you feel some type of way, and that was a good word you need to hear today. It's the Rose and Brass Nuggets podcast. We'll see you next week. All right, pass that collection plate, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good meeting you, Zach. Oh, nice meeting you as well. Nice meeting you as well. Yeah, keep them in line. Keep them in line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Keep them in line.